Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. Are you tired of living for the weekend and your two weeks of vacation every year or feeling unfulfilled and sick of waking up with dread every Monday morning? I believe everyone deserves to live an abundant life filled with joy and passion. My mission is to help you uncover your purpose and manifest a life you don't need a vacation from. Stick around, keep an open mind, and let the magic unfold. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. All right, everyone, Black Friday has begun for the Law of Attraction tribe. I decided to offer it early because, well, 2020 has been a shit show for a lot of us, and I just want to spread good vibes, and I want to help people get back on track. I think a lot of us at this point have like given up on the year, we're just ready for 2021, and I really want to change everyone's mindset a little bit and thinking about what we want and what we don't want moving forward. I think this year has helped us get very clear on a lot of things and a lot of changes that we might want to make, a lot of up levels that we might want to make in our life. It kind of like shook us, you know, to wake us up and make us realize what's important in life. And so this program is everything that I have ever created around manifesting all bundled up into one. So you get all of my manifestation courses, including the abundance courses. You get all of my workbooks. You get the law of attraction tribe planner, audios, rituals, every tool in my tool belt that I have used personally to manifest different types of success in my life, whether it's money, relationships, material things, career, my business, all of it. And so I decided to discount it to 90% off, 90% off. It's going to be for a limited time. It was going to originally just be for Black Friday, but I wanted it to be available for the entire month for you guys so you can get a head start and get going before the holidays are here. So if you want to check it out, you can go to AbundanceIsSpiritual.com. Or I will also put the link in the show notes and it's also on my Instagram page. If you go to uh, Law of Attraction Tribe, it's at the link in the bio. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So I'm kind of recording this on a whim because it just came to me this morning and I wanted to share with everybody else. So this morning I was listening to a video on YouTube and it ended and you know when it ends it just starts playing whatever comes up next and so it happened to be a Tony Robbins video and he was talking about how as human beings the majority of us not all of us but the vast majority of people are so focused on putting their time their attention and their energy into things that really don't matter like things that really at the end of the day are not going to impact your life and certainly not impact it in a positive way. In fact, it might have negative or harmful effects on your life. And the term he used stuck with me. Okay, so you might want to write this down. He said, we major in minor events. We major in the minor things in life. And what he meant by that was a lot of us major in whatever the latest Netflix series is. We major in 
the media, the news media, especially right now. We major in keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever the latest Instagram influencers are talking about, right? And what that does is that puts our time, our energy, our focus, our attention on things that are not making a positive impact in our life. And it's taking our time, energy, focus, and attention away from the things like the person you love that's sitting right in front of you. Working on your business, building your income, working out, taking care of your body and your health, right? So our priorities are all screwed up. We always say we don't have enough time. That's not true. We're not prioritizing our time, right? We get sucked into this cycle of stuff that just doesn't matter. And then on top of that, we'll use those things as an excuse as to why we're not successful. So right now, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but right now is the week of the election. Okay, the election happened a few days ago. We still don't know the results. There's all this talk on on social media, on the news media. It's all you hear about if you go on Facebook. And it is bringing up a lot of negative feelings in people. Really hateful feelings. Family members are arguing. People are pissed. People are, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, just upset. And they're putting their own happiness and their own success and their own livelihood on this election and the results. And sure, whoever gets elected, like that is going to impact your life in some way. But what I always say with politics is, you know, we all want to get so wrapped up in the presidential election Yet most of us don't even know who our mayor is or our city council or what locally in our own communities is happening, right? So it's just time to kind of rethink where we're spending our time, our energy, and our focus. And is it helping us or is it harming us, right? Like if you're sitting around and you're blaming your life and your future and your ability to live a happy, successful life on this election, Maybe it's time to take a step back, turn off the news, and say, what can I focus on that I can control, right? Let's quit worrying about all these external circumstances that we have zero control over, and let's start taking a look at our life and thinking about what we can actually do to make ourselves happier, healthier, and more successful, Okay, so I wanted to give a very specific example of my life and what this looked like for me a few years ago. Because I was one of those people, guys, I was 100% one of those people that blamed everything on everyone else. It was my job. It was where I lived. It was the other person. It was always some external force that I was giving my power to, that I was letting dictate how I felt, and how I lived my life. And it came to my mind a few years ago. It was a really bad winter. We lived in Illinois, and at the time we were in a house that was off of this country road, and it was always like the last road that they would come and clear the snow and ice off of. 
And so this one particular winter, we were snowed in for like an entire week and I was pissed. And of course, I'm blaming the city. You know, why can't they get out here? I'm stuck at home. I'm blaming, you know, just the weather, like the state that we live in. And, and just, I was so unhappy. And I remember feeling that way pretty much my whole life. Every winter, I would get seasonal depression and just the gray, dark, you know, everything's dead. Everything's, you know, dark when you leave for work. It's dark when you get home. It really took a toll on me. And I remember even as a kid telling my mom, why did our family settle here? Like, which one of our ancestors decided that this is a good idea to come and settle in a place that's cold and windy and has this crazy weather and snowstorms and ice why don't we live somewhere nice where it's sunny all the time and where there's green year-round, like Florida or California? Like, I always had this vision ever since I was a kid that I just wasn't happy where I lived and I always wanted to move to a nice, warm climate, right? But as I got older, of course, you know, you kind of get settled and something always comes up and it's just easy to stay, to stay where you're at, to stay in your comfort zone, to stay where you're familiar, where you know everyone and you know everything, right? And so this one particular winter, it was just kind of like I hit that breaking point where I thought it's no one else's fault but my own that I am still here dealing with this. I know, I've known my whole life, I don't like the cold weather. I don't like scraping the ice off my car. I don't like that all of the trees and plants and everything is dead for months out of the year. I know I get depressed and it's no one's fault but my own because I'm still here. I didn't make the move. And you know, my, uh, my like slogan with Law of Attraction Tribe is helping you manifest a life you don't need a vacation from. And the reason that's my slogan is because that is what I've always been chasing and it means something different to everybody. What it meant to me was being able to have sunshine year round, being able to go outside and not freeze my butt off in the winter, being able to randomly go to the beach just because I want to be by the ocean, being surrounded by palm trees and by beautiful flowers and plants. Like this is what I envisioned because growing up, we would escape the cold and go on vacation to Florida. And as I got older, as an adult, I found myself living for those vacations. I would get two weeks vacation from work and I would spend the entire year waiting for that vacation and building up for that vacation. And in between those vacations, I was miserable. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. And for me, a lot of it had to do with where I live. And I'm not saying anything bad about Illinois. I'm saying for me, I knew that my energy was not at its best in that place. Now, I have friends and family that live there and love it. They love it and they would never move. And they're so happy and they're so energetic. And that's fine. But for me, I always knew deep down I did not want to live there forever. And it was a source of pain for me. It was a source of depression. It was a source for a lot of things that I would experience for months out of the year, like half the year. 
And so after that winter of being locked inside for a week, I made a decision that I was going to get out and I was going to finally take control, quit blaming everything on external circumstances, and I was going to make the effort and put my focus and my time and my energy on improving my life. And at that time, that meant moving to Florida, moving to a warm climate where I didn't have to deal with this very obvious thing that was making me unhappy. I changed my, my circumstance. I didn't rely on external circumstances to change. I took the control and I made the change. And it was scary as hell. It was so scary because I had known no one where I was moving. I started researching. Everyone said, go to Tampa. That's where, you know, there's a lot of family-friendly activities, a lot of young professionals. Everyone said that I had never visited there in my life. Right? So it's it's terrifying picking up and moving not just yourself but your family across the country to a place you've never even visited. But I knew deep down that this is what I was supposed to do. And I knew that if I didn't make this decision, every year was going to go by faster and faster. And eventually one day I would wake up and I'd be, you know, retired, still living in Illinois. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on. A lot of us think, well, I'm going to work really hard now so that when I retire, I can go and follow my dreams. And that was my philosophy for many years with moving. I thought, well, when I retire, that's when I'll move to Florida. And I think I've told this story before on the podcast, so I won't take a deep dive into it. But basically, one of my clients at the time, she was in her 60s, and her and her husband had always plan on moving back to California where they met when they were in college. That was their dream, just like my dream was to move to Florida. And now they're in their 60s, and all of a sudden he gets diagnosed with terminal cancer. And he has about six months to live. And they finally decided at that point that they would move back to California. And I said, well, why didn't you go earlier? Well, because they had a good job. It's really hard. They had the golden handcuffs. It's hard and it's scary to move away from a job that pays well, that has benefits, that has security. Then their parents got old and they needed to stay around and take care of them. Plus, they had kids in school. They didn't want to pull their kids out of school and move across the country. The next thing you know, they have grandkids. Well, now they don't want to leave their grandkids and now they're stuck, right? And so now, you know, 40 years later, they're finally moving back to California And that was a wake up call for me because I saw myself in that woman and I thought, I don't want to wait. I don't want to chance it. What if I don't make it till retirement or what if I do make it and I'm not healthy enough to actually enjoy, you know, Florida and going to the beach. I want to live now. I want to do what makes me happy now. And I knew that that would make me happy. So we set the goal. Once I made up my mind that this is what I wanted to do. And I was absolutely sure of it. My husband got on board. We had talked about it and we had argued about it for years. But I was always so wishy-washy. And once I like made that decision and I was like, this is what I want to do. He got on board. And we set a date because, you know, we're in, we're getting out of the winter now, right? Like we were heading into spring. I think it was like March. And he was finishing school in May. 
and my daughter was going to be starting kindergarten in August. So I was like, we really have that window of the summer to move because once he graduates and gets a full-time job, it's going to be a lot harder to move once he's settled in a career. And once my daughter gets in school, then that's another excuse not to move because now she's settled in her school. So I said, we really need to do it now before we make all these big life changes. So I set the goal of when I wanted to move. The next day, I called my manager at work and I told him and he wasn't happy about it. He tried talking me out of it for for weeks. He was trying to talk me out of it. And I was just like, I've made up my mind and I'm going to do this whether you want to help me or not. And I would love to stay with this company, but if I can't, I'm still moving. And so I, I, once again, I made up my mind, I made the decision and I wasn't going to let any external source person energy stop me. And so what ended up happening, and now I'm going to kind of get into the manifestation portion of this, just so you can see how it played out is I, I had made up my mind, right? I had ultimate faith that I was going to move. It was going to happen. The timing was going to be just when it needed to happen. I had complete faith in that. And I had known that this the guy that had hired me, he had interviewed me when I started in this job and him and I had stayed close. We always had a really good relationship and he had gotten a promotion recently. I knew that, like I knew he was working up in headquarters, but I didn't know the details. And so when word got out that I was moving, someone called me and they were like, hey, by the way, Derek is now over the state of Florida. You should give him a call. And so once again, it's like the universe working in mysterious ways, right? So I call Derek. I tell him how I'm so excited. I'm moving to Florida. I want to stay with the company, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was kind of like, okay, well, I will do anything I can to get you there. There's no openings right now. I can't force an opening. But if there is an opening, you'll be the first to know. So I said, okay. Once again, had faith in divine timing that if it's meant to be, it'll be and it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And so a couple months went by, got a little nervous, but I still just had faith like this is going to work out. And even if I have to go to another company or find another job, I'm moving over the summer. And sure enough, something opened. He called me up and he was like, I need you to get on a plane in two days and fly down there and go talk to this manager. And basically, if you want it, the job will be yours. And so that's what I did. I had two days to organize everything, get on a plane with Dustin, go to Florida, interview with this manager. And while we were there, we had two days there. We had to do my interview. Then we had to go look at a bunch of different places to live and figure out where we were going to live if I got this job. And then we went to every hospital in the Bay Area so that Dustin could drop off his resume so he could find a job. So it was like super crazy. We were visiting this place for the first time in our entire life. Didn't know where anything was, had no connections, and had to pretty much plan our entire move, where we were going to live, where we were going to work, where our daughter was going to go to school, the whole nine yards in like two days. But we did it. We did it. And of course, everything fell into place exactly as it should have in the most incredible way. We got there in time for my daughter to start school and everything played out perfectly. So 
that was about six years ago. And I think about it all the time. And there has not been one single moment of regret. Not one. Sure, there's times, especially around the holidays, where I'll get a little homesick. And usually when that happens, we will go make a trip back to Illinois and visit family and friends. But overall, I have never, ever regretted moving. And when I talk to Dustin and we look at the life that we've built here, we're like so grateful that we took that leap of faith. And it was totally scary. It was extremely scary. It always is when you're stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something you've never done before. It's terrifying. But I always told myself if things didn't work out, like worst case scenario, it didn't work out and we moved and we were really unhappy, we could move back, right? Like you could always go back. You could always go back to the old town that you lived in. You could always go back to being in a regular, crappy, mediocre job, right? Like you can always take a step back if you need to. But I'd rather that than go the rest of my life wondering what if, or I wish I would have. So I want you to take a few minutes and think about your own life and think about what you've been focusing your time and your energy and your intention on. Is it things that are external that you have no control over? like the media, like what's going on in politics or what's happening with influencers that you don't even know on Instagram. And if so, maybe it's time to shift your priorities around. And you don't have to do everything at once, but just think of like one area of your life, one thing that you could really focus on that's going to improve your life. So for me, that one thing was moving. It was moving to a warmer climate, moving to a place where every day felt like vacation. So for you, it might be prioritizing your health, focusing on your nutrition or your fitness. It might be focusing on your partner that's right in front of you, that is yearning for your affection and your attention It might be focusing time with your your kids, your family, or with friends. Or it might be instead of scrolling on social media all day, using that time to build a business so you can get out of the crappy 9-to-5 job that you hate. But whatever it is, it's time to stop blaming everyone and everything else and taking control of the things you can control. So try to do that today. Try to think of where you're at where you want to be and what's one thing that you could really focus on and go all in on that one thing. I did that with moving and that single decision changed my entire life. And my happiness, my energy, everything made a drastic change for the better. So take some time, think about what that means to you, what you can focus on right now and go all in on it. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take a screenshot of it. Tag me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe to be featured on my page. I'd love to hear 
what you're focusing on, what your goal is that you're after, and what you got out of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time.